Hello and welcome to the Healthcare Real Estate Advisor podcast. I'm Andrew Dick, an attorney at Hall Render, the largest healthcare-focused law firm in the country. Today, we're talking to Yoni Kirshner. He is the founder of One Connection, which is a senior housing uh, marketplace, a bit of a unique marketplace for buyers and sellers, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, we're going to talk about his background and uh, how he decided to... Uh, uh, come up with this idea and and then launch a company. So uh, Yoni, thanks for joining me. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. You bet. Um, so so let's talk about uh, your background. Uh, what did you do after high school? Did you go to college? Uh, what what did your education look like? And then what did you do as your your first job? Ooh, first job. That starts way before the end of high school, but. Um... <laughs> No, you know, I've, I've been working ever since I was probably 12 years old is when I really had my first job. Um, it was in waitering, um, starting out in high school. I was really all, always trying to do um, something more outside of school since I was never really too fond of the of school. And I never really excelled too well at that. Um, did okay, but got by and always found a way to get by. Um, throughout high school, did waitering and then went to college at the University of um, Illinois at Champaign. Um, while I was there, I actually started my first business called Chicago Kosher Dinner, which was a kosher food delivery service in downtown Chicago, kind of like Grubhub before Grubhub, uh, since uh, that was probably like 2011. Um, then as I was there, I was doing door-to-door sales, um, selling roofing and siding, getting up on 30-foot roofs, checking out you know, hail and wind damage and all that fun stuff. Um, and then after I graduated from college, um, getting a degree in um, consumer economics and finance, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, um, probably as most people coming out of college. And I ended up getting connected to someone who worked at this company called Omnicare Pharmacy. I hadn't heard of it. Um, apparently, my aunt even worked there. I had no idea. Um, and I got a job offer from there doing uh, sales. And the day I actually signed my contract with them was the day they got purchased by CBS Health. So immediately went into working for a Fortune 5 company, which was uh, pretty interesting. And and so talk about that uh, role. It sounds like you were pretty successful in your sales role and uh, um, hit a number of milestones working for that company. Talk about that just for a little bit. Yeah, um, definitely. So it's funny. One of my first weeks there was a national sales conference and someone came up and introduced themselves to me. It was like a VP or exec at the company. And they're like, hey, nice to meet you. What, what uh, territory do you have? And I told them Chicago and the Chicagoland area, and they laughed and they said, good luck with that. And for me, you know, I always find motivation in someone telling me I can't do something or something is impossible to do. And that just right off the bat, I was like, all right, here we go. Let's get after it. Um, and in the first year I was there, I ended up being one of the top five sales rep in the country. I'm selling pharmacy services, to nursing home owners and operators across the country. Um, and then I got promoted to one of the youngest regional sales managers in the country, one um, one of 15 awards that were given out at the National Sales Conference for collaboration across the entire company. You know, I was always someone that was really focused on, I'm not just here to do something for myself, but I'm here to help others win because why would I pass up on the opportunity? It doesn't always need to be for me, but if there's an opportunity to help someone else, why not get after it and why not do that for someone that can actually be beneficial? Um, so that was kind of my year and a half, two years at uh, Omnicare CVS Health. It's pretty exciting. And so after that, you worked for another pharmacy company. Uh, talk about that. What kind of work? 
Yeah, so it's similar. I'm not someone that um, likes being limited in many ways, since I'm someone that always strives to be the best version of myself. Um, so while I was at CVS Health, you know, being at such a large company, there's obviously a lot of red tape that goes into being with someone that's so big. And I felt like I had kind of maxed out for where I was in my life, you know, know, kind of early on 22, 23, um, my potential there. And I was stopping um, my personal growth and professional growth. So I went to a smaller pharmacy to be their head of sales. I doubled them in a year after they hadn't really grown in four, selling over $8 million in new business in one year. Um, And from there, I felt like I had kind of accomplished this next cycle of really proving out that I could sell at a higher you know, dollar value and, you know, these more complex sales and really complete that flow of doing that, those types of sales for, for a company and growing it. Got it. And, and, and then you came up with an idea and I came up with an idea. (laughs) Talk about that because it's, even though you were selling to, you know, skilled nursing operators, um, your, your current, company is a little bit outside of what you were doing. Yeah, it definitely was. You know, it was pretty funny. I kept going to, you know, larger conferences as I got to that um, role within the smaller pharmacy where I was more high up. I obviously had more of a national reach and the capability to establish national relationships. Um, So as I was going through that um, and going to larger conferences, I network with all the owners and operators of senior housing and healthcare real estate. And they always asked me, Hey, Yoni, do you know anyone selling a nursing home in New York or can't wherever it was, right? X, Y, or Z doesn't really make a difference. And I said, huh, why the hell are they asking me? You know, I have nothing to do with this type of sales. Maybe there's something here. Um, that kind of started the journey of One Connection. And and so so talk about One Connection because it's it's a very interesting platform. There, there are a number of different um sales platforms for um, real estate in general. Um, But this is a very focused uh, online marketplace for buyers and sellers of senior housing. Um, Talk about the vision and how it works. Yeah. So before I I even get into that, I think there's a few key things I realized that really led to the foundation of Lawn Connection. Um, when you look at our industry as a whole, as I'm sure you've experienced and many other vendors in the industry, and even myself as a pharmacy you know, sales rep, the only way I was successful at selling pharmacy services was because I was so persistent. The number of meetings that I had where people literally just met with me because they said you wouldn't stop calling us um, was astounding. And it was a lot. And these are multi-million dollar decisions. And when I was going through that process, I realized that why are these people meeting with me just because I'm persistent with a decision like this that actually affects the quality of people's lives? Um, And the reason was because these decision makers in our industry are so, I guess, overcome with, you know, 30 times a day, they get new vendors reaching out for something, whatever it is. Um, And their main focus is improving the quality of lives of their residents and their patients. And they don't have time to deal with vendors and make these educated purchasing decisions. Um, So really, the whole concept of One Connection was to build this online marketplace for decision makers in our industry to have them gain the capability and empower them with access and resources to make the best decisions for them with transparency, right? Like that doesn't exist. And right now, if you look at our industry, the same way I was successful in pharmacy 
sales. It's all offline. It's all word about networking. But you look outside of healthcare and senior housing, and there's so many other industries that have been more technology adapt and more innovative and actually utilizing that technology to improve the great the greater outcomes of the industries. And I think senior housing and healthcare real estate, even though there's so much technology and innovation between products and services, I think the industry as a whole is still lacking from innovation and technology. So when you look at you know, One Connection and, and what we set out to do and what it was like to found it, the concept was if we can get kind of everyone in one place, empower them with the tools and resources they need to be successful, that can actually create this greater ecosystem of success, improving the quality of care for residents and also decreasing costs for you know, the decision makers and actually creating this greater value um, for everyone in healthcare. So I know that's a long-winded answer to not actually, you know, but. <laughs> no, no, the, 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 that background was helpful. But, but talk about who, who is the target market for One Connection? Is it just senior housing? Does it go beyond that? Talk about the type of buyer and seller and, so, and how it works. Go into a little bit more detail. Yeah, so it goes beyond just senior housing. You know, it's healthcare, real estate. It's really everything that encompasses that. Um, the second thing I found to go back one step and I'll come back with you um, was that these deals have to be done confidentially. You're dealing with people's lives and they can't be listed on a real marketplace. So if we're able to aggregate everyone by giving them access to what they wanted, which are these senior housing acquisition deals for buying and selling, nursing homes, senior housing, answering that question they came to me with, right? Do you know anyone buying or selling? We have the capability to build out this ecosystem of vendors that really supports their needs. So now instead of the vendors chasing after them like I was, they actually have the power to choose the vendors at the time they need them. And so the way we did that, the first step was let's get everyone on the same page by giving them access to these deals. So we created this acquisition marketplace for buyers and sellers, brokers of senior housing, healthcare, real estate, whether it's assisted livings, we're just getting into medical office building and starting to explore that since that really completes the whole thing, but behavioral health. Everything from A to Z within healthcare, which at the end of the day, you would end up having the need for some sort of vendors for quality of services for residents or patients. Um, so that's kind of where we're at today is connecting these buyers, sellers, and brokers for these acquisition opportunities. And as we've been doing that, we've been seeing kind of this hypothesis, if you'd like to call it, or experiment of this ecosystem of vendors building itself naturally. You know, we have owners and operators of senior housing, healthcare, real estate saying, Hey, one connection. Do you guys have vendors for X, Y, or Z? And we have vendors coming and saying, hey, instead of pounding on doors endlessly and just networking to the people we need, you guys have access to everyone we need and you know who they are and you know what they need. Can you start making those introductions? So as we look at the greater vision of One Connection and where we're going, it's really to build out those next stages and create this one-stop shop marketplace for decision makers in the industry, really giving them the resources they need to make the best decisions possible from acquisitions to operations. Okay, so let's let's take an example. Uh, we have an owner of uh, an assisted living facility uh, interested in selling. You're right, it's important to be discreet about the opportunity. Um, what would they do? Would they create an account on one connection and list their, you know, describe their property, upload some photos. How, how does that work? Yeah. So a lot of times the owners come to us with um, brokers representing them, which is great. We love working with um, brokers um, since it just makes it a little more 
it makes the process a little more simple because obviously if you bring in the more educated parties, um, they know what to do and how to do it from the start, which obviously increases certainty of execution. Um, so an, an assisted living owner might have a broker representing to them. They come to the platform, um, they give us high level overviews of the business and we kind of operate like a matchmaker, like a Tinder or a dating app. Uh, if anyone knows those, you know, those types of references, but it's really, we keep these opportunities confidential, which is the core piece of this. It's really more of a matchmaking platform, algorithm involved. They give us a high level overview. We kind of put in certain fields as, you know, vague and we match that up. Then if we have a buyer come in, the buyer comes in, enters their buying criteria. They give us company profile background. So we actually can start improving the quality of buyers. And then we match that to the potential buyers. We say, hey, buyers, we found you a new new opportunity. Are you interested? And we get them connected. Um, and that's kind of how we, we've been um, working to date. And as we look at the next stages, actually in the next few weeks, we're launching an app and full platform from the feedback we got in the past year. And this is really a platform to empower the users. So how do we surround them with technology and tools that actually helps them um, increase efficiency to get more deals done faster? So, so if, if um, let's go back to our example, uh, the assisted living facility owner operator, they have a broker. How does one connection get paid uh, how does the broker get paid in the deal? Because I think that those are the questions that come up. Yeah. So as of today, um, we take a 1% platform fee um, up to 1% on the buy side. So we don't take anything um, from the brokers. Um, it's really based, you know, kind of like on a sliding scale. Um, since we're not a broker, we're just a marketplace like any other. So there's success fees involved. Um, and as we look at building out this next stage of value for users, and as you look at, you know, what the opportunity is here, if we could help, whether it's a vendor or a broker, get more deals done because they have more capacity, they now have more resources, they don't have to be spread so thin in how they're spending their time because they have technology empowering them, then we're also increasing the value for them. They're getting more money in their pockets. Um, so we'll look at with this next stage of evolution, you know, what's the right way to monetize to keep everyone utilizing the platform um, and also help continue driving deal velocity for the industry. Interesting. So, so talk about, I mean, be even more granular. Is this marketplace for all types of buyers and sellers? Or are you focused on kind of smaller owner operators or uh, institutional owner operators? I mean, I mean, talk about who is this focused on or or is it cover the gamut you know yeah so it, it's been interesting you know it's been a pretty long journey to uh get here and and you kind of see um in startups who the early adopters are and it's really the people that are smaller to mid-sized people that are more willing to take chance take risk and then at the end of the day after you prove it out with those people then the larger institutional players who do things the way they've always done them now start to say huh What's going on over there? It looks like something might be happening. And then they start to come. So when we started building One Connection, it was really the small and medium-sized players. Um, over the past year, we've actually got some of the largest industry brokers um, on the platform. We went from kind of, you know, maybe a $50 million a year in total deal volume um, in 2020 to last year, we had over $2.5 billion um, in total deals come through the platform. And we grew from 1,000 to 6,000 users. 
um, pretty quickly in just a year for just someone having an idea of being a pretty bootstrap team. So it's really for everyone across the gamut, you know, whether they're owner operators at a small mom and pop, I've had those conversations or some of the largest players in the industry. But the core audience, you know, if you think about our industry as a whole, the largest players, and I think why they are the kind of the latter adopters is those people already have access to everything they would need. And not just that, but they also have the resources to manage all that. The people that really need marketplaces are the people that don't have access, right? It's the people that aren't on the same playing field. They don't have teams that can go do acquisitions or optimize operations. So it's really for the small to medium players to start that don't have access, that don't have the resources, that don't have the time to be as efficient as the people that have it nailed down to the T. Uh, very interesting and, con and congratulations on the growth. That's uh, tremendous over just a short period of time. Um, talk about the team, Yoni. Uh, I, I mean, I know that you you started out really on your own, uh, founding the company with this idea, have grown the business. Uh, talk about what the One Connection team you know is today. What does it look like? Yeah, we're pretty we're pretty scrappy uh, right now. It's myself, head of sales, customer success, and we've got you know a small outsourced development team that we've been managing. Um, that's actually been over in Ukraine since the start of everything going on. Um, but we've been pretty scrappy. What I really try to do, I think, um, as an entrepreneur is be pretty self-aware um, and surround myself when, in areas of weaknesses or areas of people, you know, areas of opportunity where I can bring in someone that's more strategic, has more experience to supplement our growth. So it's really been about kind of finding some of these core pieces, whether they be advisors or um, just friends uh, or whatever it might be, and consultants and surrounding us with a larger team. Um, of people that are highly skilled in what they do. Uh, as we wrap up here, let's talk about a couple things. Uh, where do you see One Connection going uh, in 2023? Um, you've had um, tremendous growth, as we talked about. Uh, any key goals this year or, or milestones that you're looking you know, forward to? Definitely. Um, you know, I think what we did last year with no established brand, no marketing was pretty incredible. It really proved out here that, you know, there is a need for this. And people ask me, you know, does anyone actually look for nursing homes or assisted livings online? And are these vendors interested, right? And we saw that with over 500 vendors on our wait list and thousands of owner operators signing up and thousands of deals coming through the platform, there is a need. Um, and that was really the goal of 2022. You know, is there something here? And with that growth, we established, yes. The goals of 2023 are really to optimize now. Now we have everyone. We've seen what works, what doesn't work. Now let's focus on improving quality and taking this to the next level to make all this value that we've seen is potentially there come to reality and fruition. So I think our goals for 2023 are pretty simple. Um, it's to increase deal velocity right on the acquisition side and start getting into helping those vendors and the owner operators connect, whether it's on the acquisitions or the vendor procurement of the actual operations, really starting to prove out this ecosystem and answering that next question of, hey, you know, is there a greater marketplace here for the entire industry? Um, because if you could lock in that piece, you have the opportunity to really revolutionize senior care and healthcare as a whole, um, not just within the US, but potentially globally, greater than 2023, four or five years down the line um, for, for the entire industry as a whole, which is a large opportunity to help a lot of people. Well, uh, I love the vision. I uh, get excited about uh, high growth companies like yours. Um, how about uh, providing some advice to uh, you know 
folks who are getting into the healthcare real estate industry. I mean, you 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 were working in a different area of healthcare, uh, stumbled into healthcare real estate. What advice do you have someone who who's new to the to, new to the industry, and um, um, what would you tell them to do? Yeah, I think one of the most shocking things that I've found is you know I've been selling stuff my whole life, kind of like I mentioned. Um, when it came to one connection. Um, the willingness of people around you to help like yourself, right? Like you were with me from the start. You always offered, hey, if there's anything I can do to help, let me know. Um, I think it's don't be afraid to ask the people around you for help. There's so many people in the industry. And while some of it you know, might be skewed by these outliers, I think when you're talking about the industry as a whole, we're all here for the same reason. Um, and that's because we believe in the industry. We want to improve the quality of lives and we want to help the people around us because that's that truly has an you know, effect on real people. Um, and I think a lot of people are bought in on doing that and willing to help each other get there. So don't be afraid to ask the people in our industry for help. Everyone will help. Not everyone, never say everyone, but people are willing to help. Um, and that can make a huge difference in getting involved in the industry and kind of help take you from start to uh, something. Well, this has been a great discussion, uh, Yoni. Uh, t- tell the audience where they can learn more about you and One Connection. Yeah, LinkedIn, or you can visit us at www.oneconnection.com. Uh, it's the number one in connection with the K. We've got an exciting launch coming up next week. So come check us out. We'd love to have you on there and happy to connect with you guys if you reach out directly. Well, thanks to our audience for listening to the podcast on your Apple or Android device. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave us feedback. We also publish a healthcare real estate weekly update. If you'd like to subscribe to that, um, please go to my LinkedIn page and there is a link to subscribe. 